Blog Talk Radio. today welcome to let's talk on blog talk radio i'm your host mr talk that's right man we're back after <laughs> a week or so of uh, trials and tribulations but we got all that taken care of all right so 
I'm glad to be back. I'm glad y'all can make it back. <laughs> All right. First, know thyself. Welcome to the chat room. Thank you for stopping by. All right, man. We get we got a lot to talk about. Um, I've been off for a while, so and a lot has happened, and uh, hopefully, I get to cover the majority of it. If not, y'all know how we do. We'll roll it over until until Monday. But anyway, we gonna we gonna do what we gonna do. Um, also, we have a song of the day for you, a little Zydeco, uh, you know, for you club hoppers, you know, get you started early today. <laughs> oh, they call me Pokey. And so we're going to play that for you here in a little bit. Um, let me see. Let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. Um, the easiest and the easiest way is call me. All you need to do is pick up your phone and call 347 347- Eight three eight eight six two two. Now that's either the comment or you can just call and listen, listen to the show. You know your choice. Another way would be to join us in our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mister Talk. Now, when you come to the chat room, if you come in as a guest, uh, one thing you'd be able to do is read what's going on in the chat room. But if you come in under a username of your choosing, then you will have. Um, you could do in, you can write in the chat room, okay? <laughs> you can participate in the conversation. So, um those are the two easiest ways of participating on the show. And another way would be just email me. Uh, shoot me an email at ericlesstalk@gmail.com and um that'll be fine as well also because I'm accessible. <laughs> All right. So anyway, those are all the ways you can participate on the show. And I do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Um, I think that covers all about what I needed to cover here. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to play the song today before I get started. Because once I get started on this, this first one, I know I'm going to keep rolling. So, all right, y'all, it's that time. You know, for those that, you know, kind of dragging, which you shouldn't be, it's Friday. Um, I got something to pep you up just a little bit, just a little bit. All right. So without further ado, here's your song of the day. Hope you enjoy it. Man, it's going down today. You watch the real master show. <laughs> so you know the real about his grilling. Yeah, 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 all TV shows. Big flip on the grill. Well, well. They call me Pokey. Big Pokey Pal. Oh, yeah. Anytime that you need me, baby, you know that I'll be there. They call me Pokey. Mr. It ain't fair. Oh, yeah. Anytime that you see me, baby, you know that I'm prepared. Now, you know this is a remix, huh? So Big Pokey had to cook up some more gumbo for you. I got my boys with me. You feel me? Show them how you do it, big homie. Big home here, Tucker. Oh, Tucker. And anytime that you see me, baby, you know it ain't nothing but trouble. They call me Tucker. Oh, no. Tucker. And if you don't believe me, oh, girl, she'll tell you I'm a real good lover. You can find me in the club. 
really cutting up. The guys be mad cause the women show me love. I took her to the speed shop, my number one hit. Now all she want me to do is lick, lick, lick. That's right, the king of swing go all night long. I work it out to my own damn song. <laughs> she said, don't make me big. Oh, girl, I'm just gonna make him home. They call me Pokey, Big Pokey Pal. Oh, yeah. Anytime that you need me, baby, you know that I'll be there. They call me Pokey, Mr. It Ain't Fair. Oh, yeah. Anytime that you see me, baby, you know that I'm prepared. Now, I ain't trying to do my own horn, but Pokey is the son of a gun. Cause every time that you see me, baby, you see me with a champion. You can catch me on Friday, chilling at the hole in the wall. Dancing with Miss Cassie, and I don't think she have on no draws. Wait a minute. Now that you got me, baby, won't you tell me what we gon' do? I heard they said the club was closing, but girl, I'm not through. Baby, you know that I'll be there They call me Pokey Mr. It Ain't Fair Oh yeah Anytime that you see me, baby You know that I'm prepared ah, Now you know it ain't over, huh? I think I'll show off a little special treat for my players Come on, Tyree, show them what you came to do, baby They call me Tyree, Tyree
Charles, there it is right there. That was <laughs> Pokey. They call me Big Pokey. <laughs> Big Pokey Bear. All right, that was your song of the day, man. <laughs> I just I had to play that song. I like that song right there. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to. Oh, I'm, you know what? I, I'm going to cut me an album like that. Yeah, I don't know how how we're gonna do it, but I'll get it done. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna yeah, do it right here, can I? All right, all right, I like that. But anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk. I'm your host, Mister Talk, and uh, man, I tell you, there's an epidemic going on in this country, and it needs to stop. It really does. It it really needs to stop because. <sighs> The chilling are taking over, y'all. The chilling are taking over. And, you know, it, it's despicable. It really is. Now, and, and this is what I'm talking about. Uh, before I came on air, you know, often I, I scroll through different um, spaces and places and, you know, um, you know, look for news stories and things of that nature. And I came across a couple of... Um, videos of young ladies, you know, jumping on men, teachers, you know, young men, I mean, just squaring up and scrapping. Now, what I'm about to say is serious and it's the truth. Um, I don't advocate domestic violence. Okay, let me go on and put that out there as a precursor for somebody to come back and say, well, Mr. Talk said that's not, I'm just going to put it out there like that, all right? I don't advocate domestic violence. However, ladies, let me make this very, very clear, especially to those that want to be men. You know, okay, let me let me go on and be blunt about it. Especially to the the lesbians that want the butches, uh, the men, girls, whoever you are, okay. Let me be clear: you are a woman, a girl, a young lady, okay. That's what you are. So when you run up on that man and you swing at him, now see, most men. Most boys at a young age are taught not to hit women. That's what we're taught, okay? And most girls know this. So a lot of them take advantage of it. They take advantage of that that teaching. And most men, we do everything we can to not Hit a woman. We do. We 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 go out our way to make sure we don't raise our hand toward a woman. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, you know what? And as I, I'm, I'm gonna say it like this, and I'm I'm just gonna leave it. I'm gonna go to the next thing about these teachers, uh, ladies. If you swing at a guy. Okay, and you know some of you do. You want to push him, and you want to kick him, and you want to slap him. All right, when he puts you to sleep, just as you was bold enough to swing at him, be bold enough to get up and say, "I'm sorry." Just that simple. 
because you shouldn't be raising your hand at him on, the, on him either at all, at all. Just because you want to play like you're a man doesn't make you a man. It doesn't. Now, I'm one of the most easygoing, laid-back people you will ever, ever meet. But there's a line that I, I, I just would not let you cross. And I'm I'm not even going to perpetrate. You swing on me, I'm putting you to sleep as fast as I can. I'm not even going to wrestle with you. And that's how most men, most men feel. So, ladies, stop swinging on these men, all right? Find something else to do. Walk away, all right? You're a woman. You're not a man. Just because you dress like one doesn't make you one, okay? <laughs> now, here's the other thing that's bothered me. Why are all these dang-gone kids attacking these teachers? This is ridiculous. What in the world is going on? I, I mean, I watched one where the, the teacher was trying to subdue this one young lady, and the other kids were rooting the girl on. To my kids, you know what? Kids, you know, grab his pony. I'm like, really? No one's trying to break it up or nothing. And as soon as the teacher finally get her under control, they want to come up to my, get up off her, get up off her. Really? See, that, that's that double standard crap that, that that men have to go through all the time when it, when dealing with women. Now, I don't 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 get it twisted, y'all. I'm I'm not doing the the, the women bashing thing today. Okay, we're not doing that. But I just want to point out to you know, it's got to stop. And yes, there's high school boys jumping on female teachers as well. Heck, I even seen a video where two teachers were fighting in the school. What is it coming to? What are we doing? What are we doing? And the bad part, the the sad, sad part is 90% of it is, is black. They're black. We got to do better. We have to do better. But then again, we've been doing this for, uh, for no telling how many years, and we just keep doing the same thing over and over again. So why should we expect to do anything different to make it better, right? Hey, happy the way it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyway. I just had to bring that out. I see you, Triple One. Don't go nowhere, because I know you're going to have something to say about me saying put them to sleep. Hey, that's the way I feel, put you to sleep. Because if you're swinging on me, that's what you're trying to do. So I, I, I'm going to help you out with, with the choice that you made. Um, <laughs> um, let's, let's backtrack here for a moment. Let's go back to Ferguson. Y'all remember Ferguson when everything jumped off and – you know, you had the rioting going on, and everything was was okay. And then all of a sudden, things started burning, and there was fights and shots and everything like that. Y'all remember that? Well, guess what? Some of those protesters that were brought in to fight, you know, to, to start all that drama and carry on, well, 
Now they they're protesting because they haven't gotten gotten their money. <laughs> Apparently they were supposed to be paid five thousand per month to join the protest, to join all the protests. Five thousand dollars to join the protest in Ferguson. And apparently they haven't received their money. So now they're protesting the, uh, what is it, the more, the Missourians organizing for reform and empowerment. Yeah. And there's the successor group to the now bankrupt St. Louis branch of ACORN, Association of Community Organizations for Reform Now. (laughs) And apparently that's who stiff. Um, these protesters by their their money. So, a lot of people say, well, where's the proof that they were paid to come in? Here's the proof right here. Here's the proof right here. Um, wow. One of the guys said, more than 500 of us have traveled from Boston, Chicago, Columbus, Detroit, Houston, L.A., Nashville, Portland, Tucson, Washington, D.C., Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and other cities to support the people of Ferguson and help them turn a local moment into a national movement. So you had people coming from all over the place. And, of course, Moore is funded by who? We've talked about him before on this show. Billionaire George Soros. Yeah, through his Open Society Foundation, better known as OSF. So, <laughs> oh, of course, we know he paid for activists from very protest groups to travel to Ferguson and take part in the demonstrations. So, here's your proof if you want to know. Some saying, well, they weren't paid. You know, no, that's that's your proof right there. Okay, I know some of y'all are not going to believe it anyway, but hey, it is what it is. Georgetown. Georgetown were offered edge in admissions to descendants of slaves. Now, this was a very interesting article, and I've been trying to get get to this uh, for a couple of weeks because um, I <laughs> I got some questions about this one. Um, Georgetown University will be offering a, an admissions edge to descendants of enslaved people sold to fund the school. Jesuit priests connected to the private Catholic University, sold 272 enslaved people in 1838 to pay off the university's massive debts. The men, women, and children were sold to plantations in Louisiana. The university received the equivalent of $3.3 million securing its survival. Um... Uh, Georgetown was also supported by the plantation of Jesuit priests in Maryland. Um, Let's see what else we got going on. Uh, Yeah, so basically what they're doing is if you're a descendant, you're going to be treated as a legacy, as as someone, an alumni who's gone to the school before. Um, There's this group that's uh, pushing this. Um, they also call for a formal apology from the university for the school's historical relationship with slavery. Um, yeah, and of course, I just said this by treating descendants of those enslaved people the same way it treats legacy students, applicants whose family members attended Georgetown. 
So, now, here's a question I had about this article, because as I kept reading, I, I was um, um, thinking here real fast. Um, the working group uh, also re- recommended that Georgetown explore the feasibility of offering financial assistance for those students as well. So they also want them to pay for the schooling as well. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, and the school would be renaming two buildings. You know, that's the big thing now, rename buildings. But here's what I, I I wanted to ask on this question, on this story here. Could this be considered? Um, I mean, well, it's not really that I'm thinking about it. Could this be the start of uh, of a movement toward reparations for some black folk. Could, could we say that is going on? Can this be considered a form of reparations? I know in this instance, um, what is it, 272 enslaved people? Now, if you try and track all of their descendants down from, uh, oh, man, that may be more than, that's that's a whole lot of people. So, could this be considered a, a sort of reparations for for some black folk? What hmm. y'all think about that? Um, is it a start that um, a major university of um, a major university of um, Georgetown stature is willing to to sleep to, to treat dependents of slaves as legacy? legacy students, you know, and and let them enroll in their school. Hmm, interesting. But I want to know what your thoughts are on it because I think that's an interesting one. And we also have, um, oh, yeah, this is the one I've been trying to get to. Man, how many of y'all know what's going on out there in North Dakota? Between the, between the, um, the, was it Stone Mountain? No, wait a minute. Let me get it right now. <laughs> yeah, Southern North Dakota. Y'all, y'all know what's going on out there? Because there's a fight going on between this Indian tribe and the, and um, a company called Dallas-based Energy Transfer Partners. Um, and they put Dakota Access Pipeline, which is supposed to cross the Dakotas and Iowa to Illinois. Um Hey, and these this has been going on for a while, and these cats, man, ooh, ooh, mm-mm-mm. Now, the tribe, I'm looking for their name, the Standing Rock Sioux, Sioux that's it, the Standing Rock Sioux, um, claimed that the pipeline would pass through sacred sites and burials. And, um, you know, they've been protesting and standing in front of equipment and things of that nature. Well, over the weekend, <laughs> last weekend, you know, it got to a point to where um, there were private guards out there for the uh, um, company, and um, there was actually this pepper spraying people and had the dogs out there on people. There were claims that the dogs bit some people. Um, some of the, the um, protesters said they were pepper sprayed. You know, it's amazing how whenever – there's a dispute. The first thing that's got to be brought out are the dogs. Y'all, y'all ever notice that? They bring the dogs out. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. And the more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, but anyway, the pipeline is estimated to cost $3.8 billion and stretch over four states. Um, also, it, there's, um, the protesters are saying it's going to affect their water also in the area. And that, that is another major um, problem. Um, a judge is supposed to rule today, in fact. Yeah, where the construction can be um, continued on that site right now, or unless some um, other other things need to be done, research need to be done. Yeah, the tribe feels that um, it would disturb sacred site, impact drinking water for thousands of tribal members of the standing. Ra- yeah, let's see, I read that already. Okay, yeah, so. That's what's going on, but you haven't heard anything about that on 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 CNN or all them. I mean, I haven't seen it anyway. But um, yeah, you haven't heard about that. I wonder why. You know, because the government's claiming uh, that company claiming it's on private land. I, nobody said who land it belonged to, and the tribal union said, no, 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 that's our thing right there. So <laughs> we're gonna see where that goes. Um, and the activist in, in Ferguson, yeah, he was his body was found in a charred car with a bullet wound to the head. Isn't that coincidental? Uh, wasn't that something interesting? <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. It's amazing how things just happen out of the blue. Um, after everything dies down and, you know, you you, you, you continue to make noise. Continue to make noise, and they go to the old, old plan. Well, if we can't quiet them, we just get rid of them. Get rid of them. And if the Philippines president don't watch himself, he gonna be next to vanish. Um, because this cat here, <laughs> uh, he's 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 something else. President Rodrigo Duterte, Duarte, that's how I'm gonna pronounce it. Um. This cat has been just going off on President Obama. Um, he told President Obama, he said, um, not to ask him about extrajudicial killings related to his crackdown on drug dealers. And basically what happened when he came, he made a promise when he was running for president that he would, you know, get tough on drugs. So what has this man done? <laughs> <laughs> he has everybody out there looking for him, not just law enforcement, citizens, and everything else, vigilantes, and they're just killing them. They're killing them, you know. So, um, and you know, the United States and the UN and all them find a, find an issue with that, but they doing what they can. They, hey, they doing what they do. Um, he saw him when they say, "You must be respectful. Do not just throw questions." And of course, he called him basically a son of a, you know what? <laughs> so, yeah, he he better watch out because the next thing you know, he's gonna be found somewhere. Um, hey, you know, somewhere. Also, there's a bill that has been sent to the White House that will allow the families from 9/11 to sue the Saudi government. Now, this is supposed to have been a bipartisan um, bill, and we talked about this before a couple of months ago and some months back uh, about this bill. And, of course, President Obama is 
expected to veto it. Now, you know, I understand they want to blame someone, right? <laughs> and they get the, get the spotlight off of what really happened on that day. They got to blame someone, so why not the Saudis? Especially since the Saudis and um, and Russia decided to, to, to kind of freeze the oil output, but then that's a whole something totally different. But anyway, so now they're going to go ahead and um, they're trying to give the families the right to sue the Saudis. And, of course, President Obama is basically saying, look, you have to be careful what you're doing here because once that door is open, you're leaving the United States open for the same um, – for the people to walk in from other countries the same way. And we know we, the United States has, oh, my goodness, done some atrocities across the world. So I say leave it alone. Of course, Saudi wrote um, an article in one of their papers I think that was about three months ago, explaining exactly what happened to when in 9/11, and basically said, "Look, the United States needs someone to blame. When they, when they need to do something, they have to have an enemy. They have to have an enemy. Somebody has to be the enemy. And in this case, they're choosing Saudi Arabia, which is a true point. You know, we have to have somebody to blame, regardless of who it is. So." You know, hey, it, it, it. Anyway, so, but basically, what um, Saudi said was, no, we had, we didn't have anything to do with it. It was it was an inside job, um, and it, it just made it had to, to to get the American people to fall for whatever the main scheme was. That's basically what it said in in a nutshell. So now, you know, and. and I know I listen to these two individuals that's running for the um, figurehead spot of this country. And, you know, I, I really listen and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to stop ISIS. Well, wait a minute. If they haven't been stopped yet, what makes you think your plan is going to work? Number two. You cannot kill, you cannot stop anyone that doesn't mind dying for what they believe in. See, and, and uh, that's the problem with Americans because we, the Americans are so arrogant to think you just go in there and you shoot up a couple of people and that be it. No, that is not how it works. These people, do, do, they do not mind dying for what they believe in. So the more you kill, the more going to come. Now, you want to solve the issue? I've said this before. Pull out of that country. Just leave that country. It's just that simple. If you really want to stop it, leave the country. And let them duke it out among themselves. Wouldn't that be a simple, doesn't that sound like a simple solution? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wish everything else everything else was that simple in life, right? Because we know that's not going to happen. You know, that's not going to happen. We have to have our hand in something. 
because we have to control the the flow of money. We have to control um, oil and the resources, other resources. So we have to have our hand in there so we can have our puppets in place. So when we need to move, we we have our people in place to move. The easiest solution the solution is easy. Come out of them people's country. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. And, and here's the thing. Even while Saddam was in charge, Gaddafi was in charge, um uh, and a couple of other guys. That area they were all right. Yeah, they'll get into a little scrub every now and then, but they were all right. You know they handled it. They hand they handled their business. You know they, it was it was easy. But no, Mister Smith has to go and stick his nose in. He's has he has to liberate everybody, liberate the people. Well, the people never asked you to come over there to liberate anybody. They were happy. Yeah, you know. And here's the thing. I know some of you say, well, they weren't all of them weren't happy. Well, all Americans aren't happy either. You don't see nobody coming over here liberating us. <laughs> you understand my point. Do you understand my point? But uh, until Mr. Smith leaves those individuals' country and everybody else, they're going to keep coming. You're not going to stop them. You're not going to stop them. And that's the way it is. Now, I got a clip I want to play where this pastor, his name is Thomas Rogers, and he says that all blacks need to go back to Africa and help build the economy there. He said something about building the bridge. I I still ain't, ain't figured out what he meant by building the bridge. I don't know, was he speaking literally or just figuratively? However, he said something about building the bridge, and I don't think we can build a bridge all that long. <laughs> but anyway, he was saying black folk need to go back to Africa, and there's a, a U.N. charter that allows us to. Um, so, But I'm going to play this clip here. It's only about two minutes long, and then when I come back, the phone line's going to be open. So... Get in line now, 347-838-8622, because after Mr. Thomas Rogers, the lines are open, and we can have it on. Let's talk about some things, y'all. It's Friday. We ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> All right, here it is. Pastor Thomas Rogers on his opinion that black folk need to go back to Africa. And, and Pastor, I, I need to ask you about something, because you have your own plan to create jobs for African Americans. You, you talk of dual citizenship. What do you mean by dual citizenship? Well, just to thank you for the question. Dual citizenship. African Americans are the only people in the world do not seek dual citizenship. That's why Chicago gains uh, California, gains the Crips and the blood, and, and Detroit, Michigan. We have gangs in the street because blacks have no vision. They have no leadership. I understand well, well, what do you mean by Chicago? dual citizenship? Because you've also talked about um, building a road back to Africa. Can you explain that for us? Yes, I can. Thank you so for the question. <laughs> Matter of fact, 
where our ancestors came from, from the Indian Ocean all the way across to the Atlantic Ocean. That is 4,000 miles. And we want to go back and help build highways all the way across to create jobs, train rails, pipelines, oil, petroleum. They create jobs for young people can't find jobs here that the Democrats had not did. And I think it would give young people in prison just like Great Britain did it. And I was in Great Britain a few years ago. So, so what and you're suggesting, just, just so I can be clear, what you're suggesting is that African Americans living here who are in trouble should go back to Africa perhaps to find jobs? Not to go back to, but I'm saying return. It's a, it's a clause in the United Nations Charter, a right mm -hmm. to return, to help build infrastructure, to give young people something else to do. Everybody don't want to stay here. Um, we are skilled at people. We have um, so, so, so President Angela, Jefferson. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to get Angela's take on, on your idea to create jobs. So I guess I'm confused. I'm not sure if you're talking about building a literal bridge back to Africa or you're talking about working on um, actual infrastructure to build roads in Africa. If you're talking about building a bridge back to Africa, I think that's probably impossible. I apologize for laughing, but I'm not quite sure who you, which, which, which <laughs> right. engineers right. you met that with. But um, so I'm sorry. Okay, so um, in yeah. terms of you know creating jobs in Africa, I think that's admirable. I just would encourage you to talk to candidates that actually have legitimate ideas as opposed to the one you've endorsed, Donald Trump. Okay, well, yeah. I, have to, I have to leave it there. Angela Rye, Katrina Rogers, and Apostle Thomas Rogers, thanks to all of you for being with me. All right, that, that, that was the clip right there. Um, <laughs> you know, and I asked a couple people that question right there. And, you know, it, it's funny because they're like, why am I going to go somewhere I don't know anything about? You know, and I... Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Dual citizenship, dual citizenship. Well, what do y'all think about that? Huh? What do y'all think? The line's open three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. I say, I say, I don't know. You know, Africa is not a bad place in some areas, though. Depends on where you where you live at and where you go. Because uh, most people, when they think of Africa, these some cities in Africa, they go by what they see on the movies, you know, desolate places, drought-ridden. But there are certain cities that are quite bustling <laughs> metropolises, um, from what I've seen and read. Now, I may be wrong, but I don't think so. And, of course, with China over there building left and right, you know, it is what it is. It's going to be a, it's going to be just little China here pretty soon. So I don't know if he he hit anything right when he's talking about go back over there and build the infrastructure. Hey, can't even build the infrastructure here. Most people can't even lead lead a state, let alone talking about lead the country. So <laughs> I don't know. All right, come on, y'all, talk to me three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. We can keep going though. We really can. We can keep going. Um. So, um, personally, I'm not in no rush. I'm not. I wouldn't go to Africa. I, I really wouldn't. You know, um, you know, I think I'm going to go buy my own island. 
Yeah, y'all ever watch them shows on TV where them folk be buying islands and you know just in the middle of nowhere they buy buy island? Yeah, and I'm gonna stick my flag up and I'm gonna say I'm a sovereign nation. <laughs> That's right. Then I'm gonna have my own. That's right. That sounds good in principle, doesn't it? I know it sounds real good in principle, but it just ain't done. Don't work. Oh man. Let's see what else we got going on. We had um. America, when America generals retired, you know, because he he feels that the military has gone to cuckoo and caca, um, especially the thing about letting transgenders um, in, you know, do their thing in, in the military and women in combat, certain combat roles. He said he just can't take it no more. He just, he could no longer sit back and watch um Watch the, the military be t- taken apart. <laughs> yeah, and you know it is just—it's bad when you can have your top general resign. Um, what's this? Uh, I'm trying to find his name here. Um, I had it here a minute ago, but yeah. So you know, but. It's one of those things to where I've said it before, the military is not the military any longer. It's it's a political game where officers go in, people go in, you know, they they play. They're the world police. That's what they are. They're the world police. Let's be honest. That is, is exactly what it is. They are the world police. They do that. If anything happens, we're going, especially if we have any any money, any oil, any any ex, any um thing we can be we can gain from it. I'm going to read here, y'all. Now I can't find it. I know this cat name. Um, General General Dumford. I think that's his name. Yeah, Dumford. But anyway, yeah, he um. He said enough, enough. Um, he was he in his letter he wrote. He said military men are just dumb, stupid animals to be used as pawns in foreign policy, and that's basically what the military is: pawns in foreign policy. Um, most of the soldiers today that's going in now. If you look at the commercials, they'll tell you, well, you know, we have the smartest, most advanced military. Mm-hmm. Take the electronics away. Let's see how smart they are to you. They can't think for themselves. They can't. Now, when I was in the military, oh, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> you know, there used to be plenty of times where we just had arguments straight up. You know, no, we're not, that not making any sense whatsoever because we thought for ourselves. Today's military, they don't think. They just do as they're told. You know, this is A, this is B. You push B, A first, and then push B. Well, it may not make sense. May need to push B first. They just mislabeled it. But, and that's the way this country is basically flowing right now. You know, he, he did say something. You know, leaders. We have to be our own leaders now. We do. We have to be our own leaders because we don't have anything else going on. We don't. 
we do not. I don't. Man, what is this? I, I I don't know anything else to say about it. We really don't. Um, leaders are whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm perplexed right now. <laughs> I really am. I'm not going back to Africa, though. I mean, I'm not knocking Africa. Don't get it wrong, but I'm not going to Africa. Mm-mm. Nope. Not doing it. Not doing them by my own island. Uh, that's the way I can handle it. Um, so anyway, what y'all want to talk about, man? Um, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> hey, did y'all see the the picture of Donald Trump in in in, in black church in Detroit? Did y'all see that mess? Oh Lord, have mercy! How more stage could that be? And then he has this little black. His little black puppet, Amoroso, over there in stage, and she acting like she's having a good time. Really? Get out of here. And then he takes a picture holding the baby, and the way he holds the baby like like a slave master used to hold the babies back in the day, you know, just far away to see. Well, it may be mine and it may not be mine. What kind of mess is that? And you have them individuals walking around, and they are just they're just happy. They're happy. What church did he go to? It had to be someone that that um it had to be some some church where he has had a, the pastors was supporting him. It had to be because I can't see him just picking a black church and going up in there. Y'all know that's not going to happen, right? We know it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh Lord! Then you got Hillary Clinton. She about to choke to death and, and you know at a um event. Why are these two individuals running? Why why are we? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Hey, let me tell y'all something. You know, I was um getting ready to bowl the other night, and um, <laughs> and we got to talking about um this the, the election. And, well, you know, I gave my piece on, you know, why even bother voting nationally? You know, do your thing locally, control your people local. You know, really. Oh, man, this lady, she went ballistic. What you mean you ain't vote for no president? And people died. SAC, that old way of thinking right there is why we can't ever get anywhere. And you know, that lady did not talk to me for the rest of the night. And the interesting part was we bowled against our team. (laughs) And I'm bringing this story up to say, if we don't listen to new ideas, we don't try something new, and we continue to follow the old traditions that have been passed on down from generation to generation, what are we going to, I mean, how are we going to get better? How are we going to make it better? You know, and, and using the same online, well, people died for the right for you to vote. And and they marched. Well, we're still marching. People still dying. And we still getting okey-doke by this thing where they tell us we can vote and choose the next president or figurehead of this country. And yet we still falling for it. 
you know, and during that conversation, I couldn't do nothing but laugh. I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I couldn't do anything but laugh because it was just hilarious to me. I mean, she she's a light-skinned woman, <clears throat> and she turned all red and got flustered. Uh, I just ain't out to you no more. Okay, that's fine. You didn't listen to what I said. You just heard me say a few words, and that was it. You, you didn't want to hear anymore. And we have to stop that. When we're talking to, you know, especially when we're talking to each other. And that's another thing we have to do is start talking to each other, not yelling at each other <clears throat> or talking at each other. We do that all the time. You know, and, and once you've decided that you're going to respond, you just shut down all listening avenues, number one. And number two, you're not trying to define uh, another way of doing anything. You determine to do it your way, and that's the way it's going to stay. That's cool. That's what, I mean, that's the way you are. That's the way you are. I can't change that. Nobody else can change it. But we have to do something, y'all. We have to do something. We need to start listening to each other. I know some of us have a higher education levels than others, and some of you can use big words, and some of us don't understand the big words. You know, that's fine, you know. But if we ask you, you know, can you please explain, you know, don't get offended. Don't get offended. Just break it down for us. Is that so hard? You know, you can know all the biggest words in the world and be the dumbest knucklehead because you're using them out of context. You don't know what you're really saying. And you expect somebody else to understand you. That don't work like that. That does not work like that at all. At all. But we're going to learn. We're going to learn one day. One day over here, we're going to learn. And um, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Y'all want me to I can sing a song if y'all want me to. You know, since y'all don't want to talk to me today, I can sing a song. I'm good at singing certain songs. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> all right. Uh, once again, um, Hey, it's open mic Friday, 347-838-8622. But I know some of you want to get back to what I talked about earlier with about the the girls hitting the men and the men hitting the girls. Um, yeah, well, we're not going to go there. We ain't going to go there. Because <laughs> uh, I know my lady folks on the line, they, they didn't appreciate me saying that. But it's true, ladies. You You know it's true, right? You know it's true. If you're going to swing and hit a man and don't expect that man to hit you back, then you're taking advantage of the situation. Am I right or am I right? I'm right. Especially if you know that man is not going to do it. Especially our young black men that may already have cases on them for whatever trumped up charge or whatever you know they got in trouble for. And they can't really they can't really do anything because they already have cases pending. So what you do, you start arguing, and if you you want to push and you want to hit and you want to kick and you want to bite, and when he puts you to sleep, then you want to call the people on him. Why? You started it. 
started it. Now, how do you fix it? Keep your hands to yourself. Everybody keep their hands to themselves. It's just that simple. Um, men, for the men out there beating on their women just because, you need to stop it too. Because I would say, you know what I say? Well, they should have a special squad for the men who be beat on women. And these men, they go to the house. And they beat the crap out of the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And each time they get called, it gets worse. It gets worse. And eventually it's going to stop. Now, somebody told me they wanted me to do a show on bullying. And I'm like, bullying? Really? They still having an issue with bullying them to the point to where kids are killing themselves and things like that. You know, adults get bullied. And I'm thinking, how did I handle, how did we handle bullies back in my day? How did we handle bullies? Yeah, I guess it was simpler because we didn't have the technology that we have today. Um, we didn't have internet and YouTube and Snapchat and Marco Polo and uh, whatever else these kids got these days. We didn't have all that. So when we got bullied, it was either it was more such a face-to-face or somebody said something about you and that was it. However, how, I don't know. Because my theory was always this. If you punch a bully in the mouth, nine times out of ten, they'll leave you alone. I did it when I was a kid. It took us about 30 to 45 minutes of wrestling, but it was done. And we became good friends after that. So why are the kids so soft today? Why are they so soft? Why are they, why are they so emotionally fragile? Why? You know, that's, that's, not, that's not a good thing, y'all. I'll tell you why, because the parents are fragile, too. They're not parenting. You know what they're doing? They just, okay, they're spoiling them. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me see. I got some hands up here. Hold on. All right, um, Triple One, welcome to the show. And I want to welcome Sister Ngoni to the show as well. How are you, how are you two doing today? Well, I'm doing fine. Oh, hello. hello oh, Miss Lady, morning. go ahead. You go ahead first. Oh, Eric, um, I wanted to ask you, did you really mean that if a woman hits you, I just wanted to make sure that I heard you correctly, that you would, your intent would be to knock her out? Well, Miss Lady. Did you really you know, mean that? Miss Lady, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, um, because I, that's not going to be my initial response. However, after warnings and it continues, yes, I'm going to put her to sleep. And that so may be the best thing a, for Huh? Well, when you say you got to put, because, see, I remember when I was 13 years old and Gene had a crush on Clyde. And she, he really wasn't interested in her. But she she was in love with Clyde. 
And I remember after school, we were in the classroom, a few of us, and she picked up an umbrella, and she hit Clyde so hard across his back, it made my back hurt. Now, Clyde was 13, 14 at the most. He turned around. His whole face was red. He was kind of light-skinned. And he was shaking. And he wanted to, I could tell, to do, I mean, he had, you know, I mean, he's 13, 14. But what he did was, instead of hitting her, he grabbed, he snatched the umbrella out of her hand, and he threw it out of a window, and he left. He was so upset. And she looked ridiculous. And that, that was reported, and she got in trouble. But he did not respond in a violent manner. And at that point, I had so much respect for him. So when you say you want to knock somebody out, put her to sleep, that means basically you're using deadly force. Well, Miss Lady. Who has it, no, can I finish? Who has not... Um, who has not attacked you with deadly force, but you're responding with deadly force because when you want to knock somebody out, they can have permanent brain damage. They will never be the same. They can have head fractures, other body fractures. They can have serious, serious physical problems resulting from that. And you would be going to prison. And sued. So I would really want to, like you to reconsider that line of thinking, and I would not advocate that at all to other men. I would not. Okay. Because somebody responds, uh, just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. Even if you're hurting. So that's all I want to say. All righty. Thank you. Okay. And as I was saying, um, <laughs> I'm putting it to sleep. Um, you know, and as I said, it's just not going to be the first response. But if it continues, no, I'm not going to stand there and take it. I'm just not. Because everybody's taught to keep their hands to themselves. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. And so now you can you can go ahead and say, well, they can this can happen. Well, she hit me wrong. It can happen to me too. But nobody's thinking about that. Yeah, whatever. I'm putting her to sleep, and then it, whatever happens after that happens after that. You know, nine times ten ain't gonna um, not gonna press charges anyway. <laughs> ain't that the way it usually works? But anyway. I'm just being real with y'all, man. I am. I'm not. I'm not pulling. I'm just being real. You know, they need to fake it. But anyway, there's enough for that. Go ahead, Sister Angoni. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm okay. I wanted to comment on uh, when you were talking about uh, the uh, bullying. Okay. Uh, you were talking about how you know how back in the day when you were growing up that. Uh, you know, usually it was bullying face-to-face and so forth. And, well, we know, you know, this is a different world than when we grew up, okay, uh, when you mm-hmm. grew up. Uh, and uh, I wanted to bring to your attention an example uh, to show some evidence of how much it's changed. Uh, did you see the uh, situation that went on at Yale University where there was some grown folks at Yale University upset because of a Halloween 
uh, party, uh, and there was costumes. The, the remember the the guy that resigned, uh, the uh, professor uh, said, that, "Well, there may be some people show up at the Halloween party that may have some uh, costumes on that were would be offensive to some people." And the, you right. saw the students at Yale screaming and acting like they were six year olds. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and to answer your question about, you know, what's going on? Well, you know, what's going on is called WRM, World Revolution Movement, and it's been going on a long, long time, all the way back in the twenties, I understand, and even before that. Uh, and mm. and the changes that we see going on in society today, I saw an interesting documentary uh, just the other day where they were explaining that during the time of Nazi Germany and Hitler, the same kind of of uh, breakdown of society that we see going on here in the United States was going on there. Uh, there were uh, pedophilia, uh, bestiality, all morals just went out the window. Okay, so mm. when society starts breaking down. That's what you have. And don't forget, you're talking about bullies. Well, now corporations and governments are paying people to bully. That's right? true. That's true. So I just wanted to, you know, to respond. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sister Ngoni. That's prime example is, is are the um, private security guards out there in North Dakota with the, with the Indian tribe. So, yeah. Sicking dogs mm-hmm. on them people. Yeah, sicking dogs mm-hmm. on those folks. Yeah, that's just crazy. All right, and let me bring who, up. Who, and who, who's doing it? See that that's that's the question. Nobody. We are doing it to ourselves. Okay. You know the symbol the, of the Ouroboros. <clears throat> you know the symbol of the Ouroboros. Excuse me. No. Ouroboros. The, the snake eating its own oh. tail. Ah, uh-huh. okay. I, I didn't know that. That's humanity. I think. So. <laughs> Mm. Well, who who sick the dogs on the people out there at the reservation? Some more people, their brothers Some and sisters, uh, cousins, exactly. Yeah. So we're doing it to ourselves, ain't we? Yes, we are. Good point. Mm-hmm. Very good points. All right, let me bring these other two in here real fast. All right, welcome, um, Pianki and area code 240. Welcome to the show. <clears throat> Thanks for hey, having me. Hey, what's going on, Eric? Uh, oh, I'm going. I'm doing fine, Pianki. And um, but hold on, Pianki. Let me let Eric Code two four zero go first, okay? Because I know you get long winded. All right, who do I have here? Two four zero. Have the floor. <laughs> How you doing? My name is Black Gladiator, and I'm calling from out of Washington D.C. Well, welcome to the show, my brother, Black Gladiator. All right. I'd like to make a few comments, and I'd like to ask a, a couple of questions based on the topic um, and subject around humanity about the woman was talking about. Uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it seems to me that from my experience, the people that I come in contact with, that they're, they're basically educated out of a male psychology and basically – they're um they're functioning out of a male psychology. I'm speaking as far as all the women that I come across. And so I say that um <clears throat> it's a conglomeration of things that affect us in society, both men and women. And what I'm saying is one of the things that I think affect us this what I think affect us, this community and this country is basically the ignorance around sex, I think that basically 
they're they're exploiting us, they're exploiting this country, and they're exploiting this community through the ignorance around sex. You know, a lot of people don't understand sexuality, but like a caterpillar to a butterfly, you know, sexuality leads to spirituality. And so when it comes to when it comes to humane society, the 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 human society, right? And when it comes to humanity, we must learn that we all came from a woman. The woman is the backbone of the society. You know, the condition of the woman is the condition of the community. Whatever you condition the woman in, you condition the community the same way. And I'm saying that to say that <clears throat> a lot of us, uh, a lot of us function out of our minds. And when we function out of our minds, we forget to use the rest of our body. And so since we forget to use the rest of our body, I think that's where we become blinded to society standards. And I think a lot of us are blinded by society standards now today because we operate under we operate under a law and under a supremacy of basically supporting the male approach to humanity and supporting humanity. And when we look at the male approach and supporting humanity, we can basically see that the male approach is, is, is most definitely not a good approach to function out of far as male or female because if you notice to restore the if you if if you notice to restore the human balance or should I say humanity, we must support our women. You know, we must support our women and support humanity. And I think if everybody that's blinded by society standards is not supporting the woman enough in humanity. Is that clear? All right, yeah, I got you. I got you. Thank you, sir. You made a whole. You said a whole lot, then. Thank you very much. Um, go ahead, Pianki. You have the floor. No, I was just listening to that lady talking about you're not supposed to hit a woman back, a female back, if she hits you. Hell, you, you do like you said. And in Missouri, if she hits you, you got a right to pull your gun out and shoot her because. She, She's posing a threat, even a scratch, mm. to your well-being. Well, I ain't saying nothing about shooting her. <laughs> well, if you don't want to get your hands contaminated, you can shoot them. <laughs> okay. I keep that in mind. Mm. Can I ask the woman a question? And that's the way it should be. Yes, can I ask in, the woman a, a question? Yes, sir, in okay. a moment, okay? Hold on. But you know, here's the thing uh, here in Missouri. You got, mm-hmm. and the, the legislature just passed a law where you don't even have to have a permit to uh, conceal, carry, or carry, which I think should be looked at. But it's them damn Democrats that's against that, against you having the ability to uh, protect yourself. And that's why I come. Uh, you know, I think a lot of these Democrats should be kicked out of office. Well, I uh, think they they're underlying. They under, well, out. the reason why I come out and say them because they always have been there, and you know why. And you don't have opportunity to, to experience being governed by the other side. And the one clip that you paid where the one girl... I presume she was black, made the uh, 
made that remark about who the gentleman was talking about, you know, as far as going back to Africa is concerned. Mm-hmm. I think that was uh I think that was really underhanded of her to to throw Donald Trump's name in there. Well, that's uh, basically he why he took the show. Well, he wasn't uh I don't even think Mr. Trump has anything. That's not anything in his business. I mean, if people want to go back to want to venture off to another country, they got a right to do so as long as the other country permits it. And then again, too, that's one of the reasons you don't want all uh, listening to her. Uh, There's some people, some blacks, I don't want to live next to here in America, let alone traveling 6,000 miles and having to move in (laughs) next to you the next damn day. <laughs> All right, <Pink. laughs> and I'm sure you feel the same way too. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I won't live next to me either. All right, thanks, Pianki. All right, a black gladiator. You said you had a question for Sister Angoni. Yes, I do. Is it okay if I ask her a question? Yes. Is it okay, well, Sister Angoni? Well, are you sure he wants to ask me or he wants to ask Miss Lady? Who, what was in reference to what? I don't know for sure. I'm fine with it if he wants to ask me a question. That's fine. But what okay. comment is yeah. he referring to? Uh, I think he's talking um, about humanity. Okay, but go ahead, okay. Black. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking on far as the whole talk about humanity, politics. You know, I, I, I learned that it was a pile of tricks, you know. But what I want to ask you is basically, do you think that we as a people are being exploited through the community? And uh, do you think we as a people are being exploited through the community as far as understanding humanity? Well, number one, yes, I think we're being exploited. I don't know. I think it goes beyond being exploited by the community, I think that, as I mentioned earlier, there's something called the World Revolution Movement that is designed to uh, disrupt societies and cultures. There's a movement to get rid of the nation state, and in order to do that, you have to disrupt people's culture and unity. Uh, In the community, there is no unity. Um, So in that respect, I would say, yes, I, I think you're right. We are being exploited by the community, but it's by design, in my view, based on the little understanding that I have of what's going on in the world, and it's not just here in America. Uh, if you look at see what's going on over in Europe, um, you see all the immigrants that are being uh, forced into different European countries, and the same thing is going on here. Uh, and so they pit people against each other, and when there are no cohesions, there's no uh, understanding of you know camaraderie or no feeling of togetherness, the brotherhood, sisterhood, regardless of what color the people are, what community you're talking about. But our community, in my view, our problem is we are colonized inside of another people's culture. We had our culture stripped from us. And so, uh, you know, we had somebody else's language imposed on us. We've been disconnected from our ancestry, all of that. So when you look at history and you study other groups of people that are you know, in similar circumstances, which I've mentioned before, like the Kurds and the Palestinians, and then look at what's going on with black people in America, then you can see a pattern. And but do you I, think that changes, do you think that changes the person that, that, you know, to be true to yourself type of person? I was always taught that, you know, 
to be true to your to be true to yourself first, to be true to the inner to the inner God of yourself first. Then you can be true to other things, so on and so on. Do you think oh, this I have do. effect? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your point. Yeah. Do you think this have an effect on like being true to yourself? By yes, like sir. other people's cultures. I think that we are. We have to uh, admit, as a people, the circumstances we find ourselves in. And if we're going to correct the situation, regardless of what uh, is happening around the world, I think you're absolutely right. It has to start within each one of us. I think that there's a gender war purposely uh, designed to, uh, you know, to divide family units, uh, and you know, in order for you to have a strong community, you have to have a strong family foundation, and that's being purposely uh, taken away, and that's what all this feminism is being taught in the universities, and that's why you have women hitting on men, because that's being taught uh, through feminism, and, and I think you're absolutely right. The only way we can change it is that we have to accept the fact uh, and be informed of what's going on and know that it's being done by design, and then each one of us has to recognize how black men have been emasculated in this society and how women are now being uh, uh, pitted against men. And, and so those people who want to see change come about, I think you're absolutely right, brother. It has to start within each one of us. And so my last question would be, do you think we as a people function out of a male psychology more than a female psychology? The reason why well, I say that is because we're educated ahead. by a lot of we're educated by a lot of men in this society nowadays, and a lot of it's like there a lot of people have disdained the female side or the female quality to balance us in life. So, do you think we as a people function? You know, do you think the problems of the world is because we as a people function out of a male psych <clears throat> a male psychology more? Well, I understand about patriarchy, but I think the problem with the world is, period, the imbalance between the feminine and the masculine. And I don't see that just as a gender issue. I see that as a spiritual issue because both men and women have both masculine or, and feminine in each one of us, and that's out of balance. Mm -hmm. And it was out of balance. Uh, at a time when women ruled the world, there was there was a good book uh, by I Shakamusa Barashango, when women were God. There was a time of the matriarchy, and it was out, out of balance then too. So, I think it's a human problem, and I, I don't think it's a new problem. I think it's a spiritual problem, and I think that we, males and women, not males, men and women, have to find the balance between the feminine and masculine inside of each one of us, you know, and we have to do what we feel is right. I mean, like, okay, you can say, well, in Missouri, people have a right to, to carry, and if a woman hits you, you have a right to kill her. Well, in South America, it was, you know, that was a culture for a long time. You remember Lorena, Lorena Bobbitt? You remember that years ago? I don't know your age, but do you, are you familiar with Lorena Bobbitt? Lorena Bobbitt? No, I'm not. Well, that was a case <laughs> in South America. Uh, is that, are you laughing? That was a case down in South America because of the culture in South America for many, many, many hundreds of years was that women were treated like property and they could be beat and they could, you know, in court, it was always on the 
uh, it was in favor of the male. Uh, and see, I've heard a lot of men complain today in America that it's the woman who gets all the benefits from the state against the male. So as you can see, this is a system that is put on society to disrupt society. So Lorena Bobbitt was a case where uh, her husband beat her so bad and so long, she cut his penis off. And the case went to court. It was a very prominent case. Uh, so, yes, I agree that in this society we're under a patriarchal uh, dominance. But, as I said, if you go back in history, it was out of balance when it was a matriarchy, too. Because I don't know if you ever heard, I don't know if this is a myth or if, if this is actual history, uh, but have you ever heard of the Amazon women? Yes, I have. Well, I understand from from in their culture, uh, they used to use men to uh, to you know to impregnate them, and then they would kill them. I would say that's kind of out of balance, don't you? Well, yes, I do. I don't think yeah. that's out of balance yeah. because so, I I noticed that the man is here to clear to, to bring clarity to a woman for all the things she needs clarification to. So um, I do I understand what you I understand completely what you're mm-hmm. saying. It's just that mm-hmm. when when you look at um, society today as a whole, a lot of us are functioning of uh, out of our heads, but not out of the rest of our bodies. And then, right. therefore, I have to ask you the question: You know, when it comes to spirituality, do you think to reach spirituality or to be awakened by spirituality, do you think we have to go through sexuality first? You know, understanding the basis of sex and who we are as a people. Well, I don't know about that. That's uh, that's over my. That's, uh, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't know. I can't comment on that. Um, I understand about tantra and all that kind of stuff, but I and to answer your question, I don't feel like I'm qualified to answer that question. Uh, I do think that that um, uh, if 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 the sexuality is not connected with love, respect, uh, and you know, um, uh, knowing that we're all connected in some at some you know. At some level, in in you know, as human beings, I think if 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 the sexuality is not connected in that respect, then I don't see you know how that would take us where we need to go. I think the problem is that we don't have love in this world. I think that they they pulled the women out of the home uh, b- during World War II when they had sent all the men away to war and they needed the women in the factories, and then they also the government wanted to tax two parties in a family, and so the one it's all about money. You know, and so when we understand that and we understand the forces that are operating on us in society, and then we take responsibility for our own behavior and how we treat other people and our thoughts, it even goes, it's, you know, not only our behavior, but, but thoughts come before behavior. So if we don't understand that we've been programmed, conditioned, and that we're being constantly bombarded with movies, predictive programming, lies on the news, uh, all this fake election stuff, if we don't understand the game that's being played on us, we're, we're done. We're finished. Because in my view, when I say they, I'm talking about the powers that are in control. Their goal is to devolve humanity and make humanity obsolete. They talk about it openly all the time. People like Ray Kurzweil, artificial intelligence, how they plan by 2030 to have us linked up to the cloud to do our thinking. And they have the young people thinking that that's an upgrade, but it's really not. It's a dehumanization. And that's the only thing I know how to say. Right. Thank you for asking me the question. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be long-winded. No, you're good. Um, black lady, then let me ask you a question. Uh, when you say mm-hmm. sexuality, what exactly do you mean? 
Well, I mean the connection between a man and a woman. Sex is about having the connection between a man and a woman, and it's all about understanding um, spiritually who you are. So when I meant sex, I meant conscious sex. You know, conscious sex is basically understanding and being aware about how you're connected into this universe, you know, and how you're dealing with information that's attached to reality. You know, a lot of times, a lot of men, have sex, but you know they they very few men that I that I come across that have sex. They have no feeling towards their penis, and it's the same towards a woman. You know, a woman can have sex, but she has no feeling towards her vagina. So therefore, when she has sex, it's not really sex that she's having. She's really having an ejaculation for the moment. You know. <clears throat> A masturbation for the moment. So when I meant sex, I meant about producing. You know, I meant about the connection of producing and being one with your spiritual and sexual and psychological self. Does that answer your question? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just, I was just because I'm sure I wasn't the only one who was, was you know, wanted to know some clarification on that. All right. Um, Okay. I got you. I got you. Um, Let's see. Possible I can ask you a question. Who, me? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Well, what, from everything that we talked about, what do you think is the difficulties and dilemmas that we go through on a day-to-day basis that should be solved, you know, as a people? You know, what do you think basically is the problem with humanity, and what do you think is the resolution to solve it? Huh. That is a good one right there. Um. Because I stated that there is the woman that basically need that's 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 wrong with humanity. I stated that basically it's the identification of the woman. You know, a lot of people think the identification to a woman is her vagina, which is wrong. You know, not to not to be bringing it out there, but we talking about women that put hands on men. So I, I'm stating that basically a lot of women are are functioning through a psychological male state, you know, they're approaching things from a male perspective. So this is why I'm talking like this, to to bring the feminine balance back to support humanity. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm following you. I, I'm definitely following you. Wow. You, you got me digging in my brain here. Um, <laughs> oh, my well, that's goodness. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's, yeah, that's called yeah definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, what do you think is the, the 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 problems in humanity? What do you think is the resolution to solve? Well, as far as the problems itself, it, it's just the, the constant programming from years years before that have been instilled through generational uh, um, passage of you know the the so called American dream standard, what have you. Um, yeah. As far as how do we solve it, I, I think we are on a, on our way because there is an awakening that is taking place. Um, however, it it's it's a slow moving process, put it that way. But there is an awakening that's going on. Um, but it's going to take time. You know, I think. You you kind of did hit it on the head, you know. It's it's going to have to be a, a spiritual thing as well, to where uh, we we get back into to uh, ourselves, knowing ourselves, and being able to uh, trust and work with each other. 
you know, and understand that, you know, we can't, we're not going to be able to do this alone at all. Yeah, all you got to do is know you're an American and United States citizen, Eric. Oh, hush, Pierre. You're the greatest country in the world. All right. (laughs) Anyway, anyway. Um, let me bring this next call in, man. I haven't heard from him in so long, and it's good to hear his voice. Let me bring Mr. Beasley in. Mr. Wow. Beasley, show. how are you, sir? Uh, I'm spectacular, but I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm improving on that. All right, that's what I'm talking about. You have the floor, sir. Oh, um, I go by Bishop Beasley now. I've been ordained and dedicated and <laughs> and I just like being called Bishop Beasley. I want to say I agree wholeheartedly, one hundred percent and unequivocally with everything that Angonia says, everything Angonia ever has said, and everything she will say in the future because she's always right, one hundred percent right and never wrong. Mr Beasley black on the box. How you doing, Mr Beasley? I'm fine. I agree with everything you say. Yeah. Everything okay. well, you I'm... have said, everything you will say. Okay, come on. Give, give us a break. Come on with <laughs> it. You're very intelligent. I'm a Come on, talk, talk to us now. Talk to us real talk. Missed I, you, by I, the way. No, you don't. No, you don't. I know. I you, did miss you. you. I asked about you. You might not be saying that. I started to call now. you because I heard you, you might have not, been you might, I've been changed my number. You, 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 uh, you you might not say that twenty minutes from now, but uh, it doesn't matter. Male, female, you know, you want to make the world a better place. You know, I was thinking yesterday when I was riding in the car and I was with some of the elders in my family, and I had a real simple platform, you know, a real simple platform, and I that just came to me, you know, take all of those call center jobs when you call about your credit card or your bank or your cable company and you talk to somebody in Malaysia or Saipan or Mexico or some shit and they talk real fast in the Philippines, take all them jobs and bring them back in the United States and give these people jobs and put them in big-ass call centers. They're not going to do that, Mr. Beasley. I know they're not, but this if it were a perfect world. You know, none of the things that these candidates say they're going to do they just say these things to hit people's emotional buttons so they'll vote for them. I know they're not going to do that. And then you should reenact Glass-Steagall so that these big, huge investment banks can't take depositors' monies and, and gamble with it. And there's some separation there as it was before for many, 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 many years. And you should make a law that everybody has to be nice to everybody else. And if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say shit at all. Don't say anything at all. Just don't say anything at all if you don't have anything nice to say. Take away all the guns. Nobody gets a gun. Nobody. No guns. That's guns not working out with. too good in New York, Mr. Beasley, or Chicago. Oh, they took their guns away. In a perfect world, can I dream? Can I have okay. my platform? Okay, I'm sorry. I can I have me. my platform? Yes, sir. My, I'm, cri- I'm quiet. my platform, and then you can comment after the fact if you think if all these things were to happen. You think it would make the, this country a better place and the world a better place? Yes, sir. Don't don't be nice to everybody all the time. And if you don't have anything nice to say about someone, just like my grandmother told me, just don't say anything at all. Just button your lips. Take all of those call center jobs. Take all those call center jobs and bring them back to the U.S. And then the people that don't work the call center jobs that need a job or want a job, let them help build the infrastructure. 
That's just the beginning. And we're not building any wall with Mexico. We're going to embrace our Mexican brothers and sisters, and we're going to intermix with them because Mexican women can be very beautiful and hot. And that's all I've got to say on that. And men and women stuff is mumbo-jumbo. It doesn't make a difference. Just ask Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, well, and most important, and most importantly, half black lives matter. They laughed when I said that someplace else, but not here. Half black lives matter. That's it. Well, uh, for about the wall, uh, Clinton already built a wall, uh, 300 and some miles of it, uh, and it wasn't enough. But um, uh, I, I think your your vision is wonderful, but unfortunately there's a movement to take us back to feudalism, uh, and it's global, and uh, they're not going to bring any jobs back because Henry Kissinger went over to China and organized the movement of all the jobs out of the United States decades ago before, you know, way back in the 70s. How do these guys live so long, man? They oh, must they be part money. robot. They must be part machine already. Henry Fisher's 92, George W. Bush, Rupert Murdoch. How do these guys live so long? Well, you know. I think they've already got the secret. Well, wouldn't, if you had multi-millions of dollars and all type of power and you were, you know, getting like 87, wouldn't you try to be looking for the secret because you're having fun? Well, they have the technology. It's just not available to us. I mean, look how many heart transplants, uh, what's his name, uh, had. Uh, what's his name? He used to be the vice president. Um, uh, Cheney. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and they're talking about taking If there's a heaven in hell, too. there's a special place for him in hell. Yes, sir. I think a we're already heart. there. Oh no! <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to di- I'm gonna have to disagree with Ngonia for the first time ever, and I hope I'll never have to do it again because life is really beautiful. Life is really beautiful, and if you try to focus on the positive things, and I've been through the fire, that's why I'm the bishop now. I've been through the fire. I won't share my personal story, but life ain't always easy, even for talented, good-looking people. You know, even for people that might have a couple of nickels to rub together, life always is going to have its challenges. And sometimes as you get older, these challenges become harder and harder to overcome, you know. Well, I want to say sincerely, Mr. Beasley, that you know me and you have had our go-around, but I sincerely from the bottom of my heart am glad to hear your voice back on Blog Talk Radio and glad to know that you came through the fire and that you're doing well. I mean that sincerely. Well, and I mean it sincerely that I agree with you all the time, 100%. I've listened to you when you wouldn't know I was listening to you. And I was like, you know what, That you know, that's plausible. I don't see why that, that, that I guess that can work. You said yeah. something one day. <laughs> you guys were talking about relationships and, and men and women. And the people should stop procreating and do this and that and the other. And, and because the Indians... When the Indians made decisions, the Native Americans made decisions, they thought seven generations in advance. Yeah. Like if you know, the decision they base today is going to, how is it going to help our great, 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 great grandchildren? How is it going to be- uh, help or harm them? And then mm-hmm. people start communi- do, and doing this and that and the other. I said, you know what? She just really had the nerve to think of a solution for 
people gender issues. I was like, you know, it's worth a shot, I guess. <laughs> well, I think the I brother, the brother that was uh, speaking, what, what's his name, Mister Talk? The the brother from Washington D.C. Gladiator. Yeah, I, I think that's where he's coming from. I think he has a vision and sees that in order to change things, you know, we we do need to have a a care, a genuine care about the our future generations. And my God, Eric, you mentioned many times about voting locally, but I think that doesn't take in consideration the forces that are moving under Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. I mean, the United Nations has what's called smart cities going in all over the country, and they're trying to take over uh, 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 the police, you know, and, and so you, and I spoke, I think, about this once before, where now they have elected officials that join um, uh, organizations, uh, for lack of a better word, or committees, and they have special meetings. They're not elected on these uh, boards, and then they get together and in unison decide what kind of legislation they're going to go back and in unison pass in their districts. So there's some underhandedness going on locally, too, is that oh, what I'm trying to say. Politics oh, boy, here we go levels. with this. Yeah, I agree. Right. Politics, politics is deceitful on all levels. I mm-hmm. live not very far to a municipality's politics, and I see the people. And I do the same thing I did when I lived in the big city. And I'll recognize them cause from their poster, you know, their poster's up. I'll say, hey, Lori, how are you? You're running for mayor, right? I say, you remember me? She said, oh, my goodness, I remember you. I'm like, you fake B-word. <laughs> all of you do that. Every last one of you do it. I don't care who you are. If you're the governor, all the way down to the damn dog catcher, and they burn me up with that. I've been doing that for about thirty years. You, hey, you remember me? Oh yeah, it's so great to see you. Then they look at their watch, or they, hey, great seeing you again. Say hello to the family. Every last one of those fake. You know what? You don't know me from Adam. Mm. You wouldn't know me from Adam. That is crazy. Um, Let me bring Uh, Maze into the conversation. All right, Maze, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hello. Hello. I guess I had my part. Well, when it comes to, as I was always told, keep your hands to yourself. Because when you don't, you hit somebody, you should deserve a lick bite. By being a woman, so when anybody hits me, you're going to get hit bite or knocked out. Either way, in conversation or by hand. And then when it comes to a, to a vision, I was watching something the other day. It's like people watching people. And the bad people watching the good people and the good people watching the bad people. So eventually everybody's going to be watching everybody and they said that's what, and that'll make everybody good because the crooks can be seen and the good people can be seen and they will push the crooks that way. And those are some hmm. of the things that we see now with technology. And then um, in Missouri, and when, in the living Missouri, I'm glad I can travel from place to place and not know about one state. Because when you compare to travel from place to place, you don't get stuck on parties. You get stuck on people because those parties don't mean nothing to you, Republican or Democrat. I'm not even giving them no thought no more. I don't either. The the primaries was a good show. Now that they have their little fixed candidates that are probably friends behind the scene, no matter what all this, and you've got this clown. This dude that's a straight clown <laughs> that has to be trying to lose the election. You know? Who does this? This is like the movie The Producers, you know? Mm. Where they where they make where they raise where they made money to have a Broadway production and think of the worst production forever in springtime for Hitler and it ends up becoming a comedic hit. 
is very similar. It becomes popular, and they didn't have enough money to pay all the investors because it was a hit instead of a failure. I say that <laughs> we don't have anything to do with this anyway. It's just them No, I don't. I, I've never voted one election in my life. I've never voted, and I'm maybe Mr. Talk's age. And I confessed mm-hmm. that to someone yesterday. I'll never talk about it. I don't know why I'm talking about the air. I have never voted. I don't know what the inside of a booth. But I'll discuss politics at length. With and watch Meet the Press, Faith Nation, Reed Barons and stuff. Very interested in politics. Always interested in politics. Was a political science major in college. But uh, I've never voted once, and I don't think it's made that much of a difference. Now you still walking around doing what you were doing if you didn't vote. But if Man. you don't like the politics, you don't have to vote for them. But don't no. try to convince other people. What, I, what you shouldn't. Oh. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, no, they're all fake. And can I just say this one thing about men and women and men hitting women? A man should never hit a woman, my mother taught me, under any circumstances. It doesn't matter if she kicks you in the testicles, if she kills your dog, if she throws your garbage and empties it on your living room, if she slaps your mother, if she puts up signs and posts and says that you have a small penis and it doesn't work well. It does not matter. You should never, ever put your hands on a woman. If a woman stabs you, you know, you should never put your hands on a woman under no circumstances. That's what my mother taught me. Oh, okay. My man taught me to keep my hands on myself. If a woman has, if a woman that you're seeing has sex with your brother and your best friend and your sister and your sister and posts and talks about it on the Internet, if she takes new pictures of you and puts them up on the Internet, I don't care what she does. You should never in your life even think about putting your hands on a woman. And that's all I got to say about that. Mr. B, back on the that, block. That, you know what? That's so good, Mr. B. And I applaud you for that. And you know what? I thought the same thing. However, what I'm saying is today's woman, female, is not the same one that we grew up with. Okay. Yes, and, and now, that's what I was taught. I, I'm sorry. What I will say is this. None of those things have ever happened to me. And I pity the fool that ever does any of that stuff to me because I'm vengeful (laughs) and I have anger anger issues. And I would never do that to you. I might say I might have a few choice words, you know, but I'm not going to put my hands on you. You know, for you the know most part, at this stage in the game, I might even take a good lick if I deserved it. I might even take a good <laughs> shot. Wop. I'd be like, that didn't hurt. That's all you got. Can I explain something? When I was growing up, one of my neighbors across the street, we were in the classroom. He hit me, and we went to the slope, and we was all over it. He came in. We got in trouble. We got in trouble, yes, but I bet you when we got finished, well, I mean, he was in more trouble than I was. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Miss Lady, hold on. Go ahead, um, finish, um, Maze. Because that's why I was taught if you if somebody hits you, you hit them back. Because if you don't stop them, they're gonna keep hitting you. Somebody got a breathing machine? Yeah. I know. Yep, that's true. Who is doing all that heavy breathing? It's not me. Probably me. Probably me because the system ain't going as close. Oh, stop it, Mr. B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, now, I was Miss Lady. Say it takes a lot of stuff. I think all of that fighting 
and react, being very reactionary when it's, when you don't have to be. I think people have been programmed to be very violent and to no. be reactionary instead of thinking, well, I, that's my opinion. Oh, oh Ms. Lady, you know, can I ask you a question? If a man hits you, you just going to walk away? No, I'm going to dial 911. I don't believe in fighting men. I don't believe in fighting oh. anybody. If a woman hits well, me, do. I'm calling 911. Now, if she's going to attack a child or something, I'm going to intervene. But, no, I'm going to call 911. I'm going to sue her, okay? And I'm going to sue him. It's just that simple. And what I, don't believe, I, I, I don't believe I'm, I'm not going to place myself in a physical office. Unless somebody's attacking me and I have to de- defend myself. But, no, because they hit me uh, once. Or twice, and I'm not on the ground, and there's no signs that they're gonna continue. No, I'm not gonna be out there scrapping. I, I'm not. I'm not that kind of woman. I don't. Okay, but I will well, call 911 really quickly because that's what we pay our tax dollars for, and they will come and be arrested, and I will sue them. Well, in back in the day when we were assets to be sued on. No, I'm not scrapping with nobody. Are you kidding? Unless I okay, absolutely have to. Well, back in the day when we were growing up, we didn't have phones to call 911 because we only had a landline. And you wasn't the only phone you had to get home. <coughs> so if you were saw and grew up like that, and it would stop men from hitting women because some women let men keep beating them over and over and over and over again, even they do call the cops. But that's not what the issue is. He's talking about a man fighting and, and knocking a woman out because she hit him, which I think talks about a lot of, it takes a lot of, for some people it doesn't take a lot, but for others it takes a whole lot of self-control and self-discipline not to react in that kind of manner. Hell, some of these women make it shoot them. It depends on how they've been raised. That is speaking to a very overly masculine, very aggressive, very violent, strong mentality. And, 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 and I'm gonna be honest. Someone that thinks that way would be—I would not be interested in having any kind of intimate relationship with them. If that's that level of their thinking, and that they really believe they're all right to, to react that way, I don't care. if you know, it doesn't have to be me. If any woman that hits them and they think it's okay to knock her out, oh no. Mm-mm. It's like Muhammad Ali daughter. She boxed. So those women fighting each other. They used to win. That's not the average woman. So that's not that's the what I'm saying, you bring, Now you're going see, to the extreme. No, I'm not that's going to the extreme. See, you're going to the extreme. I'm not you're going to the extreme. You're right, man. the hell out of them. I'm explaining, if a hand meant me, if a man hit me, it's just going to be like if a woman hit me. He's not going to get away with it. I ain't going to call nobody. When I get through with him, that may be a different story. No, you well, sound like you're when you get that. through him, you sound like you're going to cut him up in little pieces like and put him in a pot. I like my mouth, and I like my, how my face looks, okay? I like my hair being in my head. <laughs> I, I like not having ever having broken bones, so I'm not going to scrap with no man. Like I said, I'm not going to scrap with a woman. I've had to call 911 on crazy women. No problem. They got there right away, okay? I was never hit, but under the threat of being hit, I'm calling 911. I don't play with that. Can I can I say something? Is it possible I can say something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Go, go right here, Black Gladiator. I'd like to say that. When it comes to a man putting his hand on a female, I, I totally agree that the man should never put his hands on a woman. I totally agree that the woman is a vessel to bring 
you know, gods and men on this planet, you know, and so I, I agree that the woman should never should never have her hands put on her. But I will say this. What I notice in a lot of people is that they don't have the patience for another person in life. And that's one of the key things that we need to survive is patience. And so my thing is, why, why, I, like to ask, I like to ask some of the women that are stating that if a man hit them, you know, what they would do. I would like to know, if a, man, if a woman touches your husband, what, what advice would you give him? You know, if a woman touches your husband and tries to fight him... What, Ain't but one woman on work. here married. Okay. Women well, have been married. Some of us have been married. And <laughs> we know what is marriage made. is about. Ma- it's how many matter. Ch- we how know many she's an example of a good woman. I have a daughter and I have a daughter. And I taught them. Let him finish for Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And... So I like to know how many women on here would would protect their man and fight for their man, because it seems Uh-oh. to me, you know, if if your man, if you seen your man out there fighting another man, would you go out there and fight for him too? You know, relationships supposed to be about being one. You know, if your man get hit, do you consider yourself being hit too? Man, I hear that. No. We got a rule. We got a rule in my family, man. We got a rule. My brothers growing up. You know, there are some gender differences. I fight, we fight. I fight, we fight. No, no, no I'm not fight. fighting. No, no, huh? absolutely not. No. You, you Don't expect tell, me to get out there tell you from the suburbs and not from no. Los Angeles. Because I said, not from LA proper. You know, just because you will fight somebody, don't mean that you got to be a violent person. You could be peaceful, but somebody across you, that's a whole different story. Man, if they you know you the fight, they gonna stop people from bothering with you. Thank you. Just them knowing that you are that that, that you're gonna react. Yes. Just knowing that. Knowing that you will call nine one one real quick, and you have them dialed into your that's phone, that's and and, and, and calling them in front of what will stop them a lot too. Okay, when they ride, they ain't no joke. But I'm saying they ain't no joke, okay? But if they take your phone, what you gonna do? I'd rather the call 911. And the mobile phones don't work all the time. It's all all fact specific, but I don't believe in women. There's gender differences. Well, you know, everybody's entitled the way they want to handle it. That's right. And I'm going to. That's what I'm going to. Right. And, and if they hit you and go to call 911, that's the time you shoot them. Then it's your word against her. He, he goes, no, I don't shoot. believe in shooting. I don't believe in shooting people because I don't believe in carrying a weapon. But what I want to know is how many women out there would have the patience enough to be with their man after he hits them? Would you stay with your man after he hits you? you they know, say they that's won't. What oh, no. Well, no. You they say they won't, but they do. No. Everything's dependent. Oh, well, a lot of times now, the DA will prosecute that man without the women's uh, 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 even cooperation. They're not She's playing. right. My friend Mike, let me say this real quick. My friend Mike was arguing with his wife. They have a house in Pasadena, or had a house in Pasadena. They're divorced now. And he got so mad at the shit he was saying, he took a chair from the dining room and threw it through the plate glass window. Man, you don't think they arrested his ass? Put him on two years probation and anger management classes and 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 eighteen hundred dollars in fines for throwing your own chair through your own window. That's a mm. true story. 
But do people mm. get provoked sometimes to do? To do that's to domestic violence. Do? That that's considered yeah. domestic violence. He had to negotiate it down and hire a lawyer to, so they wouldn't so they wouldn't keep it as a felony. And mm-hmm. then he's out of a lot of money too, and a lot of time because he lost his job. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm gonna show you. I'm not taking nothing off of you. That's stupid. <laughs> if you you know if it comes to hello, you you okay. right. It, it is stupid, but that's kind of the code of the streets. But the, don't grow the thing up. about it, the thing about you it know, is how many maybe women, later how you many, can get together. How many women? Would basically accept their man as he make a mistake of hitting them. All of us are men here, and we all made mistakes before. So how many men? When it's, how many? Yeah. Men, how many men? I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a man, and I'm gonna say I made a mistake before by putting my hands on a woman. That's how I learned not to put my hands on a woman. Well, you're not alone. You know? It's a lot. <laughs> but this right. is the thing. If you're young. And it depends on the circumstances. I mean, it depends on the circumstances too. I believe, and it depends on your youth. Your maturity, you know, it depends on what you have to lose. It depends on a lot if you have children or not, if you have a house mortgage or not, if you need to, you know, it, it's fact specific. I would right. say every situation is the same, but if you're an outraging alcoholic and you are a, 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 a drug user and you come home with your anger and your low self esteem and self hatred and you enact terrorism, on your family, then oh no, it's nine one one. It's divorce time. Goodbye. And you know what's so interesting when we look at the the, the case that uh, Mr. Beasley, I think it was, described about the, the chair going through the plate glass window and how it was handled by the state. Now look at how the state handles issues. They go and kill millions of people. How about it? Right. Right, do as mm. I say, not as I do. But that, that's based mm. off insanity. Right, because you know police departments, they have a high rate, allegedly a high rate of domestic violence that a lot of police officers treat, but they're the police. They're not you. And then, and it's wise to understand the difference. Not too long yeah. after that, they stayed together. They had a little child, and they owned a home together. They purchased a home together. They've been together about three years. they got a beautiful little girl. I think she's nine now. They've been divorced. Not too long after that, she chased him out of the house. And these are not, they just, these are funk, these aren't no, you know, bottom of the barrel people. You know, she works as a buyer for all these fancy companies, BCBG and Saks Fifth Avenue and Beverly Hills and everything. And Mike does IT and all such other things. Plus, he's a real cool urban guy, knows all about wine, cigars, art. You know, these things ain't no low end people. Um, wow! She chased him. She chased him out of the house one night because she thought that he was cheating, and he probably was. But she chased him down their nice little neighborhood in Pasadena with big ass knives, those heckle kitchen knives that come with the those expensive ass knives. They were wedding gifts too. Mm. He got him as a wedding well, like, gift. He said he said he had to run for his life. She got arrested for domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Then they had to attend yeah. classes together. They're but divorced. don't you think this is based off insanity? Don't you think that's insanity to be with a woman? Absolutely. And then insanity. to have a partner. Yeah. Well, you know what? To, to part of that passion. Let me tell you something, young man. Let me tell you something, young man. Part of that passion, you could be around a lot of people and date people and, and be involved with them and just not get no spark out of it, you know? And there's something about that spark, that person, until you get older. 
and some people not even when they get older. But it's something about that spark someone gives you that just makes you go crazy, whether it's happy or love, but all the emotions that this particular person get out of you, that shit's uh-huh. kind of exciting, man. That's just kind of stimulating, and I'm sure it does something to your brain. And it doesn't necessarily have to be good for you to be good, you know? It's called now that, that, now, now that, same, pa- that, sa- that same passion that makes them want to kill each other, or he really wanted to hit her with the chair. I had a cousin whose husband came home, her new cousin came home, when those flat street TVs just came out about 10, 11 years ago, and he had them in all over about three different rooms of the house. He came home mad as hell and beat the TVs up and broke all the TVs. I said, you need to get away from this dude. He's showing his other side. He's off because he ain't mad at the TVs. He wanted to beat you up. But why does he Why does? Why is he on? Because he broke TVs. You know, that doesn't make sense. What I think is... Yeah, because he knows he don't want to beat her and have to deal with the family and the law and everything, and he probably want to do it because so, he beat them so, TVs. So, so, he beat so him about 35 hours worth of TVs. Shouldn't we give him some effort and individual... You know what I'm saying? Um, restraint. Nah, bro. When people are going through their relationship stuff, you know, if you just stay their friends and you just stay out of it, and let them go. With That's them, the go best thing to do. Yeah, because you ain't getting involved in any way, shape, or form is is not going to work out good. They'll both turn like, on you. Yeah, it's crazy later, shit. You just got to let the, you just got to let them be and crack some jokes. Yep. Be sure to crack yeah. the jokes though. That's true. Hey, you know what? We had a positive call. It was nice talking to you guys. I'm glad y'all take care. Pianca, you take care of your children and your grandchildren. <laughs> and God bless you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's nice, right. nice hearing from you, Beasley. Take care. All right, All, right. All right. We got two minutes left. All right. Two minutes left in live airtime. So. If you want to hear some more, the rest of the show, we're going in overtime for a little while. You need to call in 347-838-8622. All right. Once again, 347-838-8622. For those that will not be going in overtime with us, thank you for checking in. And uh, we'll see you Monday. All right. So go ahead, Maze. I'm sorry. As I was saying, tomorrow's story, everybody don't take licks. And everybody don't pass licks. And that's just how yeah. it goes with some people. <laughs> that's just how it goes with some violent, just, It doesn't make them violent just because they don't deal with it. <laughs> and some people, they really like their face and their teeth and their hair, so they're not going to get in the scrap with women or men if they can help it. Well, I love my face, and I love They're not going to get jacked up because they're attractive, and they're not going to be rendered unattractive <laughs> well, from the crap. I, okay. I, I, I love the way I look, and I ain't worried about none of that because they won't get that close. Well, well you know what? That's hold, a good thing. Hold, 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 that's a good thing. Hold, 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 that's a good yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah, I hope they don't get striped. Fighting in the street, and them damn weeds be laying in the street. You driving down the street, you don't know what you're coming up upon. I don't do weeds. No, for the animal. I don't drink. <laughs> a dead oh, animal looking and laying in the street. Lord. See, my thing, my thing is this. My thing is that when you have two people fighting each other, right? It's a thing called being a loyal lover. Now, I understand that there's some. I understand that there's some problems and relationships that we all go through, as far as the difficulties and the dilemmas. But what I'm saying is that one has to one has to make a decision whether one is conscious and one is unconscious in the relationship. 
I don't think being conscious, if you're conscious and another person conscious, I don't think it works in a relationship. So basically what I'm saying is that the woman and violence, you know what I mean, is, is, is two different things. You know, violence is coming from a male perspective. So for a woman to be using violence, that totally tells me that she is not in a, she's not in tune with her herself, you know what I mean, for a woman to be yes, using violence. She's totally functioning out of a male psychology to be using well, violence. We, well, that's not true. Well, you had women lead armies. You had women yes, armies women go against other nations. So I guess all of them was coming out of a male's perspective. What you do when all the goddamn men run away? I don't, I don't, I don't promote to use violence. But what I would promote I don't is this: is is that you know, you use the term love. A lot of us use the term love in this in in, in this um, conversation. You know, in this subject, you know, in this topic, we use the word love. And so what I'm going to say is that when you use the word love, you know, you use it to make sure you make sure you have a connection with, you know, yourself and with others and on this planet. So I'm basically stating that when a man puts his hand on a woman, he's not he's not using love. He's making a mistake, you know, and that we all make mistakes in life. So my so thing these, is so should we using this self-defense. Self defense. Yeah. But why would why would a man? What what can a man? Look at those clips I put in the chat room. You see why? I'll put it like this. Okay, I'll put it like this. You are what you attract. So if a man hits a woman, or if a woman hits a man, he's basically being hit, he's basically hitting his own self because you are what you attract. This is my whole thing of speaking. You know that basically. How you make love is how you live your life, you know? What? So, how you make mm-hmm. love is how you live your life. So, when you how make you love, love to Could you explain that? You love is how you live. That's how something a little crazy, man. Live. Where you come up with that stuff? Were you a D-Seg student? <laughs> Was I what? Were you a D-Seg student? I don't know what that is. Or you bust? Well, I bust <laughs> Hey, no, don't don't worry about him. Go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm I want serious. you to explain that one. Okay, how you love people, how you treat people on this planet, it has a reverse psychology. You know, for every action, there's a reaction. So how you treat people on this planet is the is the way people will treat you. So really? for a woman to be, yeah, if you cuss mm. at me, see won't I cuss at you? If you don't say nothing to me, see won't I say nothing to you? You know, for every action, there's a reaction. If you don't fuck with me, I won't fuck with you. That's pl- that's pretty much how the planet works. So my thing is, when you're dealing with a woman and you, you're dealing with the laws of attraction, you know, you got to realize that most of these women, for a woman to put his hand, for a woman to have her hands put on a man, that means she provoked that man or she basically, she either provoked that man or that man basically, she's basically dealing with a, a unresolved child of herself because she attracts, she is what she's attracted, you know. So if the man puts his hand on her, he's putting his hand on her and showing her that there's some immature things about his, his self inside of her, and there's some immature things about herself inside of him. Because a woman's supposed mm. to bring clarity to you, far as far as all the things you need clarification to. So my thing is, if a man puts his hand on a woman, 
he's basically showing that he's basically showing that you are what you attract. So what let's say a man is let's say a man is using words, a verbal argument against a woman. And a woman says something that makes the man flick off. Well, those words hold weight to it, hold volume to it. And so those words aren't just, you know, disappearing. Those words aren't just, you know, not there. Those words does exist. And what what does exist was those words when she hit him with it, you know. And when she hit him with those words, he came back with the fist. That shows you the laws of attraction. And that shows you basically that, like I said again, you are what you attract on this on this on this on this planet, and basically, how you love a person, or how you treat a person, is how you live your life. Well, I thought we were having a conversation about people putting their hand on you, not not people that you know or people that you just somebody just even I mean, even if a person, you know what I'm going to disagree with that. That was that was just about I mean, you how you gonna know if you love them if you don't know them? That was a lot of new age stuff that they've been promoting. I'm going to heartily disagree with what you just said. You attract what you are and what you are not. Because when there's a vacuum, people are looking to fill a vacuum. So what they're lacking in, they're looking to another person to fulfill that vacuum. Whatever their issues Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, man. Can opposites opposite attract each other? Quick. You attract all kinds of stuff to you, good, bad, and indifferent. You know, and so that, that whole concept is based on a lot of falsity. Well, you know, and, you and this is the thing. This is the thing. Why it seems to me that what you're espousing is really trying to deflect and all the the phone keep going in and out. I'm putting that That's on that the woman. Phone. No, it's actually not. <laughs> um, but I do need another phone. Um, so yeah, I just don't totally disagree. That's absolutely untrue. And it's just new age. It's just a new age concept that has been promoted, just like that law of attraction concept. Um, that was a spouse so much and people got rich off of. Well, can I ask you a question? Do well, you have a wife? Yeah. Okay, let me ask you. Do I have a wife? Do you think, I'm asking him. No, no. You no. want to know? I want to ask a question. I, I, I'm saying no because that's not the question I asked. That was the question the lady asked. But, and I'm going to tell you I something. Like, a lot of women have attracted psychopaths and men have attracted psychopaths and sociopaths. There's a whole lot of research that has been done, has been done, and is being done. If you can look up the Institute for Relational Harm, you will learn quite a bit. What they found out through their research is that there's a main characteristic of people that attract psychopaths. And the main characteristic is that they're nice people. They have empathy for people. They're truly nice. It's not that they're lacking. It's just that they're nice people. Right. So can I ask you a question? And the question I like to ask is basically, do you think the women ultimately dictate how men, how men treat them? No. I think men are going to be treat women the way that men have been uh, uh, raised to treat women, mm-hmm. the way men have been uh, raised to think of women. And- 
And so I'm going to say that basically when you look at a woman, you basically realize that woman is everything on this universe. You know, if you give a woman a little bit oh, of food, I lost you. Water, it's on my Bluetooth. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Oh, now now I can hear you. Yes. Matter about the woman. The men, if they've been raised to have appreciation, love, and respect for women, they're going to treat women that way. She doesn't even have to be a wife or a girlfriend. That, they're going to view women from a different lens than men who have been raised in a highly dysfunctional family with a lot of violence, absent father, um, that kind of thing. So, no. It's just like who you are. You take, you take who you are with you. So if you believe in treating people respectfully, you that's not all you're going to attract. You're going to attract people who are looking for someone to save them, to rescue them. They're going to look for somebody a lot of times to make them feel better about themselves because underneath in the subconscious, they know they're screwed up. So, no, I don't believe that. I believe it's just a new age concept. Yes. You attract who you are, but you also attract a lot of who you're not. And you have to be wise to know the difference. But if you're attracting a lot of who you're not, that means your 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 energy field of composite your energy field is composite of everything who you are. So I can look at a Listen, you don't know. You listen, I've driven <laughs> down the street and people have yelled out, Here I am in my car, out of my own business. I don't know you. Here they come running over to the car. I didn't attract that person from driving down the street. They saw somebody they wanted to holler at and get at, and here they came. Now we had so nothing. So you telling me your you telling me your beauty didn't attract the person to come and want to talk to you or spend a lovely evening with you? No, you're saying you're you attract me? who you are. You attract, and right. I'm saying not necessarily. No. Why you say not necessarily? Who you I'm are? I'm saying you're gonna planet. attract. I'm gonna. You're going to attract who you are and who you are not. Okay, you're going to attract mm-hmm. both, but Can I you have to be wise so enough to know who you should and should not be connected to. And sometimes it takes life experiences to understand that we all learn and we all grow, right? Hopefully, who you are, who you were, hopefully a year ago, you're not exactly the same as you are today. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you've learned something and grown. And develop more wisdom and maturity. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, but mm-hmm. do you think a man that respects his mother can respect women? A man that respects his mother. I think it's going to be really hard if he doesn't respect his mother and love his mother. It's going to be really hard for him. I'm not saying he's going to have to do a lot of um, soul searching, a lot of. Uh, you know, growing and learning, maybe some therapy, maybe some spirituality, but it's going to be hard. Huh? Well, and you want me to answer that a question? Girl, a girl yes. who doesn't respect and love her father is going to have a hard time uh, really having a mature love for a man. She might be looking for a bad figure. It might be a blend of both. Well, and a lot uh, of black girls have not had father figures Functional, loving father figures in their lives, just like a lot of boys have not. 
Can you repeat the question so I can answer it? Oh, oh. If you, do you think a, a man that respects his mother can respect women? I mean, a better a man, man that respects his mother, a better man to women. Obviously not, because a lot of our men have tremendous, I mean, tremendous problems with their mother, and I think that's where, they, I, that's that's, where it comes down first that. That's what I just said. If he don't respect his mother, he don't respect other women. If she don't respect men, and just the same around, you can switch around either way. A woman that respects her father respects other men, and a man that respects right. his mother is the same way. Now, what if you have a very dysfunctional parent? And you grow up and you really recognize a lot of the and, sickness and ills. And you. And so um, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that the child will grow up to be just like the mother or the father, the one that you know does the one that they don't like, the one that they disrespect. They'll grow up. Absolutely, that's like not them. necessarily true. It all depends on the situation. So you're making a lot of generalities. I know people that had horrible childhoods, and they're beautiful people. They're adults. They've grown. They've learned. They've moved on. They've resolved a lot of conflict, uh, childhood issues and conflict. So you're making a lot of generality. Well, you know, this is a lot of women after their mother. Their mother used weeds, and so they now start to use weeds because their edges are falling out. You you know what? This is going off of my field now. I'm saying that their mother, listen to me, let me say something for one second. I mean, we a woman we, says that she needs, a woman puts on fake makeup, fake hair, and, and claims that she wants a real man. But do you think she's keeping it real with herself? Obviously what about not. the men that, um, that, uh, just that for her mom. show her mom around like they have, they have resources and they, and they take the woman out to expensive dinners and try and show off knowing that they don't really have anything. What about the image that, what about the fakeness of their, the whole dating scene? Well, dating what about the men, what about the men that have three kids they never cared for, but they don't tell, I know a woman. She found out her, her fiancé the night before the big $20,000 wedding, this was years ago, uh, mm-hmm. that he had a child the night before. So is it the outside that, that, is it the outside that you're looking for or is it the inside of a person that you're looking for? Well, the, outside is, is, the outside is, is what exactly is in the inside. The inside is what's exactly No, 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 no. The outside is not what's on the inside because you can't see the inside of a person unless you are communicating with them. When you communicate with the person, what I'm saying is energy follows thought. So the who you are basically follow your thoughts, right? And who you are follows along with you, you know? So basically if I'm if I'm thinking of being a thug, you know, that's going to show on my outside of how I'm thinking. You might see me wear my pants down. You might see me listening to loud music. But that don't make you a thug. But you're not even taking into consideration of the subconscious, which really rules people's behavior. You're perpetrating somebody else. You're perpetrating somebody else. The subconscious really rules people's behavior more than the consciousness. Say that one more time. And you're not even addressing that. The subconscious absolutely um, is really in the forefront of people's behavior. But you're not, and they may not even be aware of. And you're not even taking into consideration of that. You're all you're just addressing the externality. But it's the so subconscious me, that rules. 
the subconscious rules. So this I is what say I'm that saying. the conscious and the, the subconscious supposed to work together. Rule always. I say and you the better subconscious. Be, you better understand who you are, who you really I, are, and not what you think you are. Listen, you know, I say that the conscious and the subconscious work together because. In a relationship, you have one person that's conscious in a relationship, then you have another that's not. The female might that's be conscious in a relationship. About, I'm not talking about the whole tech concept of consciousness. Okay, I'm talking but what about I'm, the mind. But, and that's what I'm speaking of. When I'm talking about being conscious, no. everybody talks about the mind, but I'm telling you it's all about awareness. It's not about the mind. It's about the whole body. You know, a lot of people leave out just a lot of people point to the mind, the mind, the mind. You know, being conscious is not about having your mind or being having your mind awoken or having your mind being aware. It's about having your whole body be aware. So what I'm speaking on is that a lot of women that I come in contact with, they're pretty strong in their head. You know, they got they got energy in their head but not the rest of their body. You know, so subconsciously like you say, they're working. What do you mean they don't have energy mind? in their body? If they're leaving and breathing, they have energy in their body. So you're going to have to be more specific. What I mean by that is, what I mean by that is, a lot of women that I come across, you know, a woman is an orgasm creature herself. You know, and a lot oh. of women, basically, I'm, <laughs> oh, a woman is okay, an orgasm creature herself. So, I'm not interested in all that. I'm sorry. I'm really well, you asked me to, you asked me to answer the question, so I'm trying to answer Yeah, the question. I know okay. How. Okay. Well, what well, I want to say is that. I'm going to mute myself then. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, you should before you get hit. <laughs> That's fine. What I'm, what I'm just. Who's gonna hit me, Tianki? Who's gonna come and hit me? <laughs> you might just go on through the fast food. You might just attract. Drive through. You might, you you might, might get, get punched. Well, I know I don't go to fast food drive through. I might do it in and out every four months. That's about it. Hey, you know who has good? If you're in the mood for losing some pounds, McDonald's. Frozen lemonade without the strawberry no, no, syrup. No, 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 Stop. Stop. All right. Go ahead, um, um, Black Gladiator. I know you hadn't finished yet. Yeah, I was just going to talk about oh, that man yeah. like that. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Why would you so, bring that up about um, losing weight? That's an interesting comment. That came out from Left Hill PRT. Well, I know you always uh, at the Okay, go ahead. I took care of that. Go ahead. They can talk to each other in the green room. Go ahead. Okay. Well, my thing is this. When you have um when you have a conscious and a subconscious, these things work energetically together to make a connection. And what I'm saying is once the once the man is totally aware or the woman are totally aware of this energy connection that that's that's basically they both have and it creates an energy dynamics for both for for both of them to share. So basically the woman the, the woman she creates an energy dynamic of herself and she attracts that. You know, when the when you know how they say a person is searching for love and a person looks for love, well mm-hmm. you are love. You know, you don't see a tree out here going to look for love. A tree knows that it's full of energy and that love love means Pure energy. That's all love means. Pure energy. So 
when you say you love someone, you mean to tell them that you have available energy. You know, you have available pure energy for them. So for a man to hit a woman is basically because she she basically stopped showing that available pure energy that supposedly they supposed to have. You know, and it's the same for a man. When a man stops showing a woman that available energy, that available pure energy, excuse me, then the woman automatically starts to get upset. She starts to say, well, why, how come you're not spending no time with me? How come you're not doing this with me? How come you're not doing that with me? And the anger starts to build up. And so what I'm saying is that a lot nowadays we as people have let someone lie to us and have continued to live on that lie and live with it day by day while someone else has gone on with their life. And so well, well couldn't friendship be that way too with people? That they're not friends anymore? Today couldn't it doesn't have to be with a woman and a man or couldn't it be just friendship with people? That's how friends end up being enemies to each well, other. Well, relationships too. is about relating. Relationships I thought you love about, about relating. Right, love is about relating. Love, relationship, you know the difference between romantic and love, right? No, explain it. The difference between romantic and love is romantics is about Roman antics. You know, it's about basically if I'm a pimp and I come up to you and I say basically um, I got this woman, you know, from the club and I just got her, you know, that's Roman antics right there. That's just basically showing that I, I've I've attracted what I've what I've basically sent out for, you know what I mean? But love, love is about a connection. Love is about is about the connection of yourself. When you find the connection within yourself, the embodiment of love within yourself, then you are able to further on proceed and give in clarity with what you need clarifications to. So, for an example, love is about giving a woman all the things she needs clarification to. A woman might be, she might mess with um, useless men or bullshit men to bring clarification to herself, you know, and this is why she might be still getting hit because she's looking for men to bring clarity to her when when she needs to bring clarification to herself. Are you following what I'm saying? (laughs) Nope. Okay, so a lot of women deal with useless men, a lot of women are in a sea of useless men. And so they mess with bullshit men to bring clarification to what they need clarity to. For an example, hello? I'm listening. Okay, for an example, a lot of women mm-hmm. would deal with the man catering to them. And once the man catered to them, I'm saying that this is basically the wrong thing to do. To cater to a woman Because once you cater to the woman You have to baby the little girl inside of her Once you stop babying the little girl inside of her You know everything falls into a tantrum You know and then Basically You're you're basically undeveloping a relationship And the woman becomes undeveloping a relationship Because both, both, both parties Or both people You know are not relating to each other So When it comes to love Love is about relating When you relate you matching up everything that you are on this planet and everything that you need on this planet to succeed and to succeed into a higher consciousness or into a higher state or level on this planet. So, do you follow what I'm saying, man? Well, uh, are you engaged? Am I engaged? Do you have you found that love? Yes, I found it inside of myself. I have. 
first of all, in order for you to love somebody else, you got to love yourself first, and then you go out and find something somebody that you can love. That's why I told you I found and it when you find that, And when you find that love, you can still mm-hmm. have a sparkle for other people to look at, but they're not important to you anymore. And That's the right. eyes that, that goes across that you can see, you're going to be hit on regardless. Because that means when you find that perfect person or that one person, you have asses for nobody but that's that one person. No matter what comes along, and you won't have to lose the spark, you will always keep the spark, and you'll be the same way you were the day that you met that person until the day forever how long you've been together. If you stay the same, you don't have no problem. Well, that's another thing I wanted to uh, and jealousy and is only And jealousy is one thing that will kill her. This is my last thing I want to say. A lot of us deal with people in our relationships, and we call them our exes, and we call them useless people after we stop dealing with them. But all these people that you're in the relationship that you come in contact with, they're there to help you prepare for your lover in life. So <laughs> meaning I don't know how love is, right? That's right. But I as, know. A, as, as a man, I don't know how love is. But as a man, mm-hmm. how do I receive love or how do I get to love is through a woman. This is basically coming from a man perspective. I hope you follow okay. what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is that basically women you you know, you, you receive love through your lover. So I'm 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 stating that all the people that you've been into that that been in your life that were your exes and your your, your your bad apples, your bad fruits. Well, they were there to help you prepare for the person that's going to come in your life. You need all that training for the really? for the real person that's coming into your life. Don't you think so? If, if, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If you will, I, I, right? I understand what he's saying. Yeah. I'm gonna leave it like you, this, and then I can I say one more thing. When my son got his heart broke by this young lady, and he was talking to mm-hmm. his uncle. His uncle's from from now on, what you do, you stand in love and don't fall in love, and you can always walk away. Okay. But when so you, when you, you get in love, you know why? Uh, you know why good. he said that? Do you know why a man <laughs> said that? Do you know why a man said that? Do you understand I what, guess. what he was talking about? What? This is what he was talking about. When a woman makes love, she makes understanding understood. So a woman basically... It's like looking down at something, and the woman basically can say, "I I can see that." When a man makes love, he overstands. He he is like he looked down on. It's like he looked down on what he needs, and then he can say, "I can see that as well." So one is looking up, and one is looking down. For an example, when you're dealing with a woman, the woman basically she operates. She's supposed to operate from her heart on down to her body. So from her brain on down to her head is is how the woman's supposed to operate. From a, for a man, a man's supposed to operate from his penis on up. You see what I'm saying? So the what? man gives the overstanding, but the woman gives the understanding. Well, yeah, you, you, well, you young. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Really. I say the man gives the over, under, overstanding while the, while the woman gives that's the That's not love. That's what. That's part of your, that problem. You think that's your. That, you think that's the only part of That's the only thing you think is love. That should be the last thing before you even get there. You got to start from the head, go to the toes, not start from the bottom and go up. Cause Lord, you you gon' you you gon' you gon' keep on standing in love, and they gon' keep on walking away. I'm gonna leave it with you like that. Well, when you stand in love, fall being like that. You know what walking away means? Mm. 
Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, a very interesting conversation. Well, he's giving us a, a very us interesting, <laughs> very interesting <laughs> conversation. Um, hmm, good points too. I have to admit, but it's about that time, and I'm gonna let y'all get your last words in, and then we are gonna roll up our own out of here. All right, so we're gonna start with Black Gladiator. All right, sir, your last words. My last words would be yes, um, my last words would be basically to a man should never put his hands on a woman. A woman is basically uh, the 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 tool or the vessel to bring gods on this planet. So to bring it back to subject and to bring it back to what I was talking about, a man should never put his hands on a woman. You know. That's the sacred, that's basically the sacredness of this planet is the woman, you know. So to support humanity, a man should never put his hands on a woman. And a man that can't can be, can be considered a man if he put his hands on a woman in any violent way. Okay. All righty. Thank you, sir. And um, thank you for for calling in. And you're more than welcome to call in any time, any time. Thank you for having me. Okay. All right. Next up is Miss Lady. Miss Lady, you have the floor. Okay. Miss Lady, are you there? More than once. Miss Lady, are you there? Going twice. All right. Miss Lady, checked out. All right. Maze, you're up. Well, I'm confused about the, the today, but it was fun listening. And when the sparks hit him, he'll know he'll come back and tell you whenever it hits him, because he's a long ways away from us. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you think so, Mr. Talk? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think he's a, uh, as far away as you think he is. <laughs> oh, really? To know what love yeah. is? That's what he described is uh, he's not going about it the right way. Well, he, he he's talking about it on a whole different level than what you're talking about it on. Yeah, but the level he's but, on, and when they get old and they can't happen anymore, then what the love gonna go out the door? About the part he's talking about. He ain't talking about the body parts, but that's all you heard. Uh, that's okay. what he, no, that's what he was talking about, the body parts. He was saying that's what love was, how it's supposed to go from your feet on up. Okay. All right. All right, thank you, okay, Mays. All right. All right, last but not least, my dear, dear friend, Sustain Goni. Well, thank you, Mr. Eric. And um, I think it's interesting. The conversation was very interesting. And I, I think, you know, it's interesting when you listen to different people's perspectives and then you hear feedback from what other people got out of it because no disrespect to Mays, but I didn't get it that he was just talking about body parts. I thought he was talking about something beyond that. Um, but anyway, um, you know, like I said, it was a great, great conversation, great show as always, and thanks for having me. All right. Thank you as well. Um, yeah, I, I got to say, you know, um, yeah, it was more than about body parts. You know, and I preface this conversation when I first started as though by saying is um, I do not condone domestic violence, okay? I said that. All right. Um, Because I, too, believe a man shouldn't shouldn't hit a woman. 
Okay? Notice I said shouldn't hit a woman. I didn't say never. I say shouldn't. And after some great restraint, if you have to do it to protect yourself, then by all means, put her to sleep. And it may be actually be protecting both of you. I'm not saying, you know, you get in an argument and you just walk up and knock her out. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. If you feel, th- if you're threatened or, you know, something in that, that area, yeah. But, no, just to be doing it, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but, you know, listening to the conversation, it, it, it you know, we, we cover spirituality and love and equal yokes and things of those nature. You know, I was I was wondering, but you can't have any of that without having yourself first. That's the that's the only thing I kept coming back to is you have to be within yourself. You know, we we covered um about you know they mentioned the weave and you know the makeup and. Honestly, I, I I really think all that is unnecessary, especially for our black women. It is, you know, you putting on a, a whole different person basically to go out to try and attract someone that not going to see who you are. They're not going to see who you are because you have on a, a whole different face on top of the false face that you are you are already presenting. Because anytime we meet someone new, we always have that false face on. We it, it's it's just natural because you don't want anyone to see your flaws. And over time, as you become, um, start dating and be start becoming one, and then you slowly begin to um, let the flaws show a little bit. You know, when when you. <sighs> You know, when you when you make love, it, it, it's a serious thing because you are giving yourself part of yourself to that person, and they're giving themselves to to you. And believe it or not, there's a a, 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 a spiritual um, transference at the same time. It is. However, you have to understand. You have to understand this thing. Yeah, you, we know there's psychiatrists and psychologists out there that could say, well, if you come from this type of home, you're liable to do this and that. Well, well, maybe in some cases, but not all cases. Not all cases. No. no. I, I, I kind of say, you know, if you know who you are, then you don't have to go looking. They'll come to you. That's the truth. If you are have self knowledge, you are you have your knowledge of your spirituality, and you know what you and you know who you are, and you standing up tall. You don't have to look for no one; they come to you. Just saying, just saying. All right, but um, yeah. And one last thing: women don't hit men; men don't hit women. Okay. That way we don't have to worry about none of it. <laughs> All right. As they said in this movie I was watching, use your words. Use your words. 
you know, but we know we can, the words can do more damage than punches sometimes, but that's a whole nother show. That may be Monday show. All right. So anyway, it's been fun, man. I want to thank everybody for stopping by. Um, we will be here Monday. I think me and blog talk, we, we good now. I'm not in blog talk jail no more. So we good. Um, but it's been fun. Thank you, Miss Lady. Beasley, it was good to hear from you. Um, and everybody else, y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. And um, I'll see y'all Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with an open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. Because you can laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy. Leave and take y'all out of here with some Lou Rawls, groovy people. See y'all Monday, man. Have a ball, have a ball. I'm out. <laughs> Somebody who don't know where he wants to go.
Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 